This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to pokernight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time La Liga edition. Two profitable weeks in a row. 2023 is treating us well. Week 18 picks are on their way. You're with Dan Lobach and alongside me, editor of Football Espana, Rory Barlow. Um, the top two were in Super Cup action last weekend, so there were no La Liga points on offer for both Barcelona or, or Real Madrid. Uh, but Rory, Barca's win in Saudi, it did feel significant, didn't it? Where, as a coach for Xavi. Yes, it did. It felt pretty big. I think it was uh, one of those wins where it sort of reinforces everything he's doing to the point where there were questions. I think there was scrutiny. I think we were starting to see, obviously, the Champions League was a massive disappointment for Xavi and for Barcelona. But I think we're, we were starting to see certain people really question whether he had what it took overall to manage this Barcelona team to success and to glory. Those questions have gone away, at least for a little while. I'm... I, I'm reluctant to sort of dismiss all those questions because uh, he was in a press conference today saying that we're playing well, we're in a good moment. And uh, anyone who watched the Atletico Madrid game saw that although they fought well, they did not play well, um, at least not for 90 minutes. And so, yeah, I'm reluctant to push that all the way, but uh, it was certainly a big, big win for them. And momentum-wise, it's massive in, in Spain. No doubt about that. Um, Rory incidentally joins us uh, from not-so-sunny Madrid. This is what Madrid is like in the winter, Rory. How cold is it? It's a little bit chilly. It's not. It's not that much warmer than Scotland, which is yeah. highly disappointing. It has to be said. Yeah, come, but, come uh, to Spain. They said move to Spain. It's sunny every single day. It's not quite the case, is it? <laughs> yeah, no. I need a refund for this one. <laughs> uh, right, uh, four picks from Rory this week. All ten games are streamed on the Bet Rivers app. All ten this week. I may well have said otherwise last week. Anyway, all ten. I promise you, you can watch the lot. We're going to kick off with Mallorca against Celta Vigo, which is Friday night local, three p.m. Eastern in the U.S. Under over market is interesting here uh, because overs he set at plus 180. It's the biggest I've seen this season for a La Liga game. Under two and a half is minus 210. And conversely, it's the shortest I've seen. Why is the expectation that there's not going to be too many goals here, Rory, between Mallorca and Celta Vigo? Because neither of these teams can score. I mean, Mallorca, they've only had over two and a half three times this season in any of their La Liga games, which is that's that's pretty that's going some. Um, and I think it, it goes to show that how reliant they are, both on Fedat Mariki and Lee Kanjin. And I think, yeah, it's, they're just a, they've always been sort of a side under Javier Aguirre who are going to look for 1 0, 2 you know, wins if they can. And that's been the case this season. They've hit a bit of a rough patch in recent weeks. They lost to Hitafi. I think that was quite damaging. And so I think 
they're a side that's not scoring a lot of goals and they don't really have the firepower to, to back it up when they're certainly not playing well. Celta Vigo, meanwhile, they've always been a side for almost as long as I can remember that have been attacking, that have been tried to sort of go at teams and play open football for at least the most part. And Carlos Carvajal, I think, will eventually get to that point. But the first thing that he's come in, and we said this the other week, that he's come in and the first thing he's done is try to solidify this defence, try to make them more solid so that they're not having to score loads of goals. And although they do still have the Aguaspas, he is still a massive threat. It's resulted in them sort of really battening down the hatches and their last four games have been under 2.5 as well. You go away to Mallorca, fellow... I mean, Celta probably wouldn't want to consider themselves one, but fellow relegation candidate, this is going to be a tight cagey game in my view. So for that reason, I think it's going to be low scoring as well. And okay. The bet I've gone for, incidentally, on this one is Celta to win or draw at under 2.5 and that comes back at minus 103. So we're siding against Mallorca as well as going unders here. Um, obviously, Mallorca are the favourites just about at plus 175. Celta Vigo plus 185. So the other side of the bet, we know why there's not going to be too many goals. The other side of the bet is you don't fancy Mallorca to win here. Yeah, I just, as I say, they've had a bit of a rough patch. I think this is a side that was really sort of flowing. It was in momentum before the, before the World Cup. And it, it had that big win against Atletico Madrid, 1-0 at home. And at that point, they were one of the form teams in La Liga. They were up to about 11th, 10th place. But ever since they came back, they've just not quite had that zest to them. And I think the Hitafi one was a really good illustration of that. They, they lost 2-0 when they came back. And it was, it was a game where these are two teams that are pretty tight. The one win that they've had was against Valladolid. And I watched that game. And my word, you could not separate, separate those teams for, for anything until the 90th minute when they got sort of a set-piece winner. And that was kind of flip a coin to who that game went to. It was a, it was a set piece. It was kind of a, a last minute, very good quality ball, it had to be said. But this is not a team that's scoring goals. This is not a team that you see where the goals are coming from, unless it's kind of a moment of brilliance from Kanjin Lee or perhaps Ferdinand Mariki. So, you see, yeah, that's why I'm kind of siding against Mallorca. And I think that Villarreal game, it surprised me. It was last Friday night. It was a big atmosphere at Barlaidos. Celta looked as, almost as good as they have all season. And so I think... For that reason, I think Celta will have enough to put together two decent results. I know that's not something that they've done much of this season, but in this case, I'm backing them at least to avoid defeat. I just don't see Mallorca beating them. And and as we've said, those goals. So at minus 103, under two and a half, Celta to win or draw. Okay, that's a selection for the Celta uh, game away at uh, Mallorca Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern uh, for U.S. Betters and minus 103 is the price. Let's move on to Sunday, 2 o'clock local, 8 a.m. Eastern. So you've got to get up early in the States if you're playing in this one, or at least you want to watch it. And all the games are streamed live, as we know. Villarreal against Girona. Uh, Villarreal minus 137. Girona plus 360. The draw plus 310 over and under. Two and a half goals. Minus 121 over. Minus 103 under. Kike Setien's good run halted with that draw. You referenced the Celta Vigo game. Uh, last week, so we're not going for uh, for Villarreal to win as such, but you, you're going to go overs on this one, Rory. Explain why. Yeah, I mean, you said you have to get up early to watch this in the US. This is one of the games that might actually be worth it. These are two managers that 
it's not that they don't care about defense. It's just that they think about it a couple rungs down the ladder as to how they sort of build a game. So, so yeah, this this is a VRL side that until that Salto game had been had been scoring lots of goals. They they've gone over two and a half half in every game they played since the World Cup. Apart from that Celta game, as we said, that was a bit of a, a surprise. Jared Moreno, go check out his goal last week. Touch out of his feet, bang, bottom corner from about 30 yards. He's a man that's back in form. He looks, again, like that, that Ballon candidate that we saw a couple of years ago. And Girona, yeah, I mean, they beat Sevilla last weekend. This is a, a poor Sevilla side. We know that. We know that this isn't vintage Sevilla, but it's a Girona side that's surprising people. They have the joint third best attack in La Liga, which is going some. I mean, it's only Real Sociedad who are level with them on 26 goals and then Real Madrid and Barcelona who are ahead of them. So, yeah, this is a team that, regardless of the results they get and perhaps they're not pushing for European places, they do score against pretty much every team they play against. And so, yeah, just I was looking at their last sort of seven games. And so, yeah, it's just five games of the 19 this season that have gone without two and a half. So it's, it's a lot of games. They've also just brought in Viktor Sagankov from Dynamo Kiev, who's quality kind of winger from, from Ukraine. And and yeah, I think that this has got got the uh, potential, it's got the ingredients to be one of the most entertaining games of the season because it's two managers, as I said, that are going to go at each other. And so over two and a half at minus 130, maybe you're not looking at that and thinking amazing odds. But if you look at it from a perspective of how this game's going to go, and I think it, it is going to be pretty open, then I think it's a decent enough bet. Uh, and Girona, incidentally, if you fancy both teams to score, yes, uh, it's minus 122. That's happened in their last 16 games. They don't necessarily win, but as uh, Rory points out, they certainly seem to score. Just a, a quick word uh, on a couple of uh, former New York City FC players. Uh, Yangel Herrera, who's a defensive midfielder, really, and Tati Castellanos, they've both been amongst the goals. Is Castellanos back after a ban for this one? Do we know? Because he's been in decent goal-scoring form uh, prior to sitting a game out through suspension. Yeah, he should be back. And I think Tati Cassianos, I think he'll almost have his work cut out with that Sagankov signing because I think Sagankov might perhaps change the formation. But he's been preferred by Michel Sanchez a lot in sort of most of the sort of middle section of the season so far, if we are to take it as a whole so far. And I think the fact that he presses, I think the fact that he works hard means that Michel Sanchez really likes him. And Christian Stuani, and apologies for the Polythea who are in the background just there. It's absolutely um, fine. Kristen Stuani, I hope they're not coming for me. Um, but, but yeah, Kristen Stuani is the sort of legend. He's the icon for Girona, but he is aging. He's into his 30s, he's into his mid-30s now. And so I think Cassianos gives him that energy, that bite early on in games. And Yankel Herrera scored a beautiful goal against Sevilla. Again, another one to go and check out if you find yourself uh, dillying and dallying on a lunch break. Uh, go, go and find that goal because it's excellent. Yeah, two good players. I think they'll be interesting to see how their season progresses. Let's move on to LJ against Osasuna. This is 4.15 local on Sunday, 10.15 Eastern, so a little bit better uh, for those stateside taking in this particular game. LJ plus 285, Osasuna plus 110, draw plus 235. Over and under mark here is two and a half goals, plus 130 over, minus 162 under LJ. Uh, yet to win a league game. They drew at Cadiz last week. They were beaten in the league by a third tier side, that enclave in Morocco. Uh, Tueta, 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 Tueta. Give me the pronunciation, yeah, I'm sure. Tueta is a Spanish pronunciation of it, but Tueta is also a valid one in my view. I'll take it. Um, uh, 
look, it's not often that you get plus money about a team who are taking on a side that haven't won a league game here, but that's what we've got. You're just going for a straight win, Osasuna here, Rory. Yeah, Osasuna plus 120 is this one. And yeah, I'm surprised that it's such long odds on them because I know Pablo Machine is is the is the man who's come in at Elche and to say he's inspired a reaction would be pretty generous. They did get that point away at Cadiz, but let's be honest, this was a Cadiz side that doesn't know how to defend a lead. They wobbled a lot in the second half. And to, to sort of yeah, preface that kind of point that they got, it was miles offside in the build-up and VAR missed it. And there's been a, a big kerfuffle about it. The Cadiz chairman has actually asked for the game to be restarted at 81 minutes so he can have his two points back. Don't think that's going to happen, but it it points it points to how bad Elche have been this season. That they have five points, one of them probably shouldn't have been theirs, and that was against the 19th place side um, before before that game happens. And so, yeah, I mean, it's an Elche side that I've said this before. I said this the last time I was on. Every single team in the division looks at Elche and says, "We have to win this game." There's just no ifs or buts about it. And as you were saying, Osasuna away from home. Traditionally, they have been a side that's really strong at home, but last season they were better away from home. And this season, although they haven't been quite as good, I've actually quite liked them, especially against the bottom half of the table. They've won every single away game against the bottom half of the table. Top half, not as good, but it goes to show you that this is an awesome side that still, if you give them enough space, and I think Elche are kind of, I mean, they've got nothing to lose, so they may as well. If you give Elche enough, uh, enough space on the break, then they will exploit it. They will use it. And they're solid enough at the back to keep the Celtic side out, who, frankly, just aren't very good. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're a race against not being the worst side ever in La Liga. Yeah, five points at the moment, five draws, 12 defeats from their 17 games. But Osasuna, you're right, they just beat the best of the rest fairly regularly. Might not be good enough to really challenge the top boys, but uh, defeats... Uh, home and away since mid-October, only to Real Sociedad and Barcelona. So their form against the rank and file has been good. We like this one, plus 110, plus 120, around about that type of price for Osasuna. As long as you get plus money, it's a real good value play for the game. Uh, between Elche and Osasuna, we like the away side. Let's move on to Athletic Club versus Real Madrid. This is Monday, um, 9 local, 3 p.m. Eastern. Athletic Club plus 185. Real Madrid plus money here, plus 145 at San Mames. Real Madrid, the biggest price that they've been this season in La Liga outside of games against Barcelona and Atleti. So they are a price here. There's going to be a lot of betters looking at Real Madrid at that price and thinking this could be free money at a value price. However, um, we saw against Barcelona without Chouameni, um, this is the angle I'm taking here, Rory, they don't look the same because he's the legs for Kroos and Modric and Benzema, who, look, it might just be one game, but they looked a little bit leggy in that game against Barcelona. It was a good win for Barcelona. I mean, how do you see Chumeni? I presume he's going to be missing for this game as well uh, at the weekend. What do you think about that dynamic of that midfield with and without him? Yeah, I think he makes a massive difference, not just because he is kind of a bit more physically fit and a bit more mobile than... Yeah, because <clears throat> Eduardo Camavinga can come in and be that person too. But Chouamini really helps them to bring the ball out the back in the same way that even if Kroos and Modric are there, if they have to come deeper, then that means that further up the pitch there aren't so many options. It's just Vinicius and Benzema. So that really stunts their play if he's not there. And I think with Casemiro back sort of last season, you had 
had a point where Casemiro perhaps didn't have the same sort of ball progression that Tuamini does, but he knew exactly how to use the space and how to work with Modric and Kroos. Camavinga does not. And although I think some people were saying he was perhaps unfairly picked on against Barcelona, he, he wasn't very good for me. He lost a lot of balls and he, he let Pedri in behind him a lot. So, yeah, I think you're spot on that Tuamini is a massive miss for this defence for, for Real Madrid. And, and David Alaba is set to be out as well. Antonio Rudiger is going through maybe the worst patch of his career in several years. He's He's been dreadful of late and he was dreadful against Barcelona. So, yeah, the defence is the big issue here. And I think Real Madrid, they've, what, kept three clean sheets in La Liga this season. I mean, it's it's dreadful from a Real Madrid point of view. And I, I don't want to read too much into that because I, I think Real Madrid will keep this tight. I mean, this will be a very tight game. We know that Athletic Club also have their goal struggles there back. They did score at the weekend, last weekend against Real Sociedad, and they haven't won since they came back, which is important in my view, because I think this was an athletic side really on form. Then maybe we could say that they'd put Real Madrid to sword, but because of those goal struggles, because I think there's a little bit of confidence lacking, I'm not backing them to win. So I've gone Real Madrid to win or draw, plus under 3.5 goals at minus 109. So, yeah, I think this is a tight game. Real Madrid might come away with a win. They might drop points. I don't really see them losing it because they need a reaction. I think defeat here would would spell calamity, to, so to speak. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Real Madrid got on. I'm going to speak to you about Real uh, again in just a, a second. But the selection here from Rory is Real Madrid to win or draw under 3.5 goals at minus 109. That is the selection when it comes to the game. Uh, Sam Mamas. Now then, let's just uh, take a look at the handicappers table as it uh, stands at the moment. We can show you how we're getting on. With a bit of luck, La Liga going well. There we go. Uh, Liga plus 14.70 going really well, as is the Premier League Serie A. We had a winning week. We're minus 7.33. We are inching in the right direction, as you can see. So hopefully uh, we will be able to push that up towards the positive over the remainder of uh, the season. That's um, the handicappers table. Uh, we're going to recap the selections in just a second. I just want to speak about Real Madrid because they've got the World Club Cup coming up. Uh, Rory, Champions League resuming as well against Liverpool. And although Liverpool aren't in great form at the moment in England, it's still Liverpool in Europe. We talked about Kroos and uh, Modric and they're getting on a little bit and one or two injuries at the moment. I mean, this this in the next few weeks is going to be massive, isn't it, for Real Madrid? It's going to be season-defining. I mean, can you see them if they do progress in the Champions League and if they do put a lot of effort into the World Club? Will their domestic form drop a little bit? Are they a side... You know, once all those other competitions kick in and around the World Club Cup, that maybe we can oppose as betters with the sort of lesser lights in La Liga. How do you see their situation over the next few weeks and months? I think it's always bold to oppose Real Madrid because it's different if you're talking about Barcelona because as we, the sort of cliche always goes that Barcelona needs to play well to win. Real Madrid, not so much. I think Real Madrid are shocked a lot at the moment I think they will get better towards that Champions League tie it's important to highlight that because I think those injuries Chouamini Alaba should be back in a couple of weeks that should make a big difference Modric should get fitter Benzema should get sharper Vinicius should hopefully kind of break his uh, duck that was another point I was going to make in this athletic game is the fact that Vinicius has not had a direct goal contribution since 
over in La Liga. And he was the star of the show for, for that first section of the season. Benzema as well. He's got five goals in four games, but that really masks the truth in my view, I think. Three of those are penalties. The other two were goals that came in sort of stoppage time as the game was kind of done. And if you look at each of those games, each of those games that they've played, Benzema missed at least one chance, clear enough chance that you would say that should be bread and butter for him. So, so yeah, I think this Real Madrid side, I'm not going to say the only direction it's up, because I think if things do fall apart to an extent over the next couple of weeks, then, then they could really sort of uh, lose control. But they should get better towards that Liverpool tie, in my view. Be interesting to see what happens with Real Madrid. It's going to be tough for them this weekend. We think it's going to be a scrappy win, maybe a draw. We're looking at unders. Let's just recap all the selections for you from Rory. Um, Osasuna to beat Elche plus one ten, plus one twenty in the Mallorca Celta Vigo game. We're going for Celta to win or draw and under two and a half goals, which is minus one hundred three. In the Villarreal Girona game, we like over two and a half goals. Simple in that one. That's minus one thirty. And in the big game on Monday, remember two forty five Eastern Athletic Club against Real Madrid. Real Madrid to win or draw. So Bet Rivers website. You're looking for the same game parlays. You can click on your selections, and obviously the odds will roll up. So we like Real Madrid to win or draw and under three and a half goals. They're going to maybe just tough it out. Minus 109 might be one of the better bets uh, the weekend. Those are the selections, uh, Rory. Uh, hopefully the police won't catch up with you. So you back on next <laughs> next week <laughs> for us. Thanks for your company. And um, well, uh, yes. I- no, I might warm up if I have to run away. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Let's hope the weather gets better for you out in Spain. Rory, thanks for your company. Stay across all of the uh, betting weekly content, of course, at Because We Win. Uh, that's your lot from Betting Weekly Extra Time La Liga edition from myself and Rory. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.